welcome to The Thick of It, a media review podcast. We are still on our first season, so we are still reviewing a shitload of really bad Mark Wahlberg movies. But uh, yeah, it's, it's extremely exciting. I'm so glad that after this I will just straight up boycott Mark Wahlberg movies for the rest of my entire life. But of course, I am as always joined by my good friend Chase Hopkins. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm so good. My name is Vaughn, by the way. My name is Vaughn Hyde because I forgot to actually say that. <laughs> um, felt like that's probably important in the introductory uh, introduction stage. How are you today, Avery Varela, the bread man himself? Hell yeah, I'm brown and gingerbread tasting. You want to taste, big boy? My name's Avery Varela. I'm happy to be here. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, and this is uh, Chase Hopkins from ESPN signing off. <laughs> Yeah, that is kind of weird. When you pointed that out that you said you were Chase Hopkins from ESPN, I remember thinking about that. I was like, why did he do that? It's a Dan Levitard joke. Oh, you is can't it? can't say okay. that word. <laughs> nope, we're just going to pass that. This week, we are talking about Pain and Gain, a 2013 movie uh, directed by Michael Bay, starring Mark Wahlberg, Anthony Mackie, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, and Tom Scholhob, maybe? I don't know. I don't the know Hobbit. how to say the last name. Okay. Um, <laughs> Is that Monk? The, the run, yeah, the guy who plays Monk. That's him. Oh, um, Monk. And uh, the runtime is two hours and nine minutes, but man, it feels like a solid four hours. It's about it's, two hours and nine minutes too long. Yeah, it's, but wait, it's so Let's make a good long. point here. We know this is a Michael Bay movie because there was a big-ass car explosion for no reason. Honestly, this is the most tame Michael Bay movie I've ever seen in my entire life. Still had an explosion in it. That's how you know it's a Michael Bay movie. An excessive one at that. Okay. There's like a shitload of movies that have explosions that aren't Michael Bay movies. But. Okay. Um, So. Good uh, retort. Good retort. (laughs) Let's start off this episode with our broad opinions on this movie, Pain and Gain, 2013 movie. How did you feel about it, Chase? Boy, it was so fucking boring. Yeah. And (laughs) that's wild because they have a really fun cast. They have a really interesting, like, idea, but it might have been one of the most boring movies I've ever watched. Yeah, well, watching through it, I was like an hour in, and I paused it because Morgan walked in, and I looked at the time, and I was like, oh my god, I'm going to die. I was, this movie still has an hour left. It was like 1 o'clock in the morning, and I and it got to like the point where they like got the money, you know, transferred mm-hmm. over to them, and then I was like, I paused it, and I was like, oh, this, you know, we're probably getting pretty close to the end, and then it was like, nope, you still have an hour left yeah that's like 40 minutes into this fucking movie it takes so long for them to actually get the money and then after that like when i paused it and it was an hour in that was like right when the investigator started to work on his case it was like oh my fucking god i just tried not to pause it because i knew if i saw that time running i'm like dude i'm gonna be here for fucking hours but Honestly, we, <laughs> I've never felt agree. so defeated by having watched a movie in my life. Like, pausing it and being like, I hate it. We, hate we it. all agree it was really boring, though, right? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, absolutely. 100%. Honestly, if it was more exciting, I feel like that two hours and nine minutes would have been fine. Like, Michael Bay is generally uh, makes some exciting movies, but this one is just nope. Okay, I'm glad, I'm, glad I'm not the only one. 
because yeah. this it was like I didn't even know how to explain it. Like it was so boring. It was a fever dream, honestly. <laughs> and they had yeah. s- it had good promise. It had like good like okay. It had a fun cast. I'm not gonna say good. It had a fun cast. It had an interesting proposition. Or is that even the word? I don't fucking know. That's how bored I was. <laughs> It had an interesting story, but yeah. then when you get to the nitty gritty, you're like, "Oh my god, are they still beating this guy with dildos and shit?" Oh yeah, oh, that so part, weird. dude, took so long. The whole movie took so long. It was long. a great but taste, like- though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Avery, what are your broad opinions on this movie? Uh, too many sex dolls, too many dildos, not enough coke, too many strippers. <laughs> really. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Speaking of strippers, let me and go look at this IMDb. Man, got to see some more Rock's pecs, bro. That's all you needed the whole movie. Mark Wahlberg look jack? Nah, get that shit out of here. Let me see that Rock, bro. <laughs> okay, I I have to talk about this real quick, and I want to ask you guys a question. Okay, so Mark Wahlberg apparently put on like 200 pounds, or like uh, he put on, I think he was, it was not like 200 pounds. He put on like 50 pounds for this role. Like, he got jacked for this. And then The Rock got up to 300 pounds for this role. And then, I swear to God, Anthony Mackie put on, like, 20 pounds. That guy didn't give a shit. If that, I don't he put believe... on, like, 12 pounds. Yeah, I don't believe that he was a bodybuilder. This entire time while he's doing stuff, I'm like, is that a character choice that you just don't look, f- like, jacked at all? Like, what's what's going on here? He looked like a normal dude. Yeah, he kind of did. Yeah, exactly. Like he was abusing steroids, wasn't it? I I mean, that's what I mean by, is it like a character choice? Is that he's constantly doing steroids and constantly trying to make like HGH, but never gets big. Or did he just show up and they were like, fuck, he's not as jacked as we were hoping. We got to make some storylines. Well, actually, that's part of the trivia is that Anthony Mackie, I believe, only had like a couple weeks to actually get up to snuff with this. Anthony Mackie put on 17 pounds of muscles for his role and bulked up to 213 pounds. He only had three weeks to train before filming began. Okay, so it's not Maybe really we his just fault. Threw him in the bus, like, bro, <laughs> deal with it. Yeah. Not a problem. Get ripped. Yeah. Whereas, like, Mark Wahlberg ate 12 meals a day for months to get ready for this movie he bulked up he uh also used this as a like a weird uh kind of like a sales pitch for his products that he sells where he's like yeah i have to go through and do a lot of different uh, i have to test a lot of different like weight products try to get those nutrients and stuff and apparently he like used the entire thing to try out his different products and like sell it to people but I so mean, play both Mark Wahlberg. On top. Mark Wahlberg did look fantastic. So. Oh, I know. He looked fucking great. The only one I didn't believe that was a bodybuilder was Anthony Mackie. I was like, yeah. "What are you doing here? What's happening right now?" But uh, for my rough thoughts on this movie, is way too long. Super fucking boring. I honestly remember this movie being better. This is just like the happening where, like, <laughs> I had some serious rose-tinted glasses while looking at this. Like, it was, like, nostalgia talking, even though this movie came out, like, only seven years ago. I remember watching it and being like, oh, okay, this is pretty good. This is pretty good. And then now watching it, I'm like, oh, my God. Can I fucking die already? I feel like I've seen this before, but I don't totally remember, and that's probably because I fell asleep the first time. 
I don't I know. Wouldn't be I've surprised. never seen this movie, and I don't want to watch it ever again. So, well, I'm sorry we forced that upon you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, this I hate this like... movie so much. I think that I would rather watch Spencer Confidential like four times than ever watch this ever again. Ugh. Really? I would. I wouldn't say that. I find I this movie Spencer boring, but I would not watch Spencer Confidential <laughs> let's, again. Let's just say last night at one in the morning, I was thinking about watching Spencer Confidential eighty six times rather than four. So, here we <laughs> That's are. It's a long movie. I'll give you that much. It's not even that it's long. It's a long movie. It's two hours and nine minutes. Whatever. It's just that it's really boring. Yeah, the like Braveheart is a fucking super long movie, but at least it's interesting. This movie's not interesting at all. They're just like, yeah, we finally got we finally got money and now we're all just gonna spend it on frivolous shit, which they got five hundred thousand dollars that they split between the three of them, and I'm like don't exactly know how inflation works, but I imagine just like the property tax alone on that house is gonna clear you out of that. I don't understand. What what year was this? Nineteen ninety four? Nineteen um ninety five, wasn't it? I honestly don't I think know. It was 95. I knew that he had Scooby Doo seats. <laughs> when is pain and gain take place? That doesn't make any sense. I really like the downfall that they had like money. They're just spending it on dumb shit. They're just like, let's just go do this. Let's go do that. Oh, it was nineteen ninety five. Oh, ooh, yeah, got you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, First thing I got so right. let's talk about some of our favorite moments in this movie chase were there any like that really stuck out to you <laughs> as like a good moment uh anytime the uh stripper lady was on screen was great to me uh serena yeah. laminata minita that's the, her character's name her name is actually bar paley uh the inflation is about 850k oh okay not much more but they got <laughs> yeah. a lot of they seemingly got a lot of assets, though. So yeah, they did. Like they got the the house, his car, his boat. I love that the boat was like a really big thing, but not like we never actually saw Mark Wahlberg's character give a shit about that boat until the end of it when they're like, his neighbor's like, yeah, he loved that boat. Like he took us out on it a bunch. It was, that yeah, was pretty cool and then thing. I like how Mark Wahlberg got a majority of the stuff. Yeah, he got the house, he got the car, he got his money and everything, and then they just got money. Yeah. yeah. Oh wait, no. Uh, Anthony Mackie's character got a dog. Oh yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that. Which Me I, too. I, I, I assume those dog. dogs are probably pretty expensive. Oh yeah, definitely. But he just kept it. So. <laughs> and didn't I thought I thought when they were talking in the gym, him and Monk, Mark Wahlberg and Monk, I thought they were talking. He said he had a couple dogs. I don't know. I honestly don't know. There's a, there's like so much weird shit about this, like how he also takes over his business. Like the other guys get cut out, but he also gets that guy's business, his like sub shack thing. Yeah, it's that was kind of weird. I yeah, this whole movie's so weird. Uh, Avery, did you have any favorite moments? Yeah, my favorite moment was when strippers on scene. Coke was being snorted off her booty hole. That was Liddy. That was your favorite hole. moment. I don't. I don't remember the booty. Oh hole. man! It was definitely on a cheek, <laughs> not deep in the crevice. It Jesus. was everywhere. There was coke everywhere. All I just, just the rock, white nose, half the movie. I was like, yep, this is where I want to be. Just oh, with I love the rock. When, <laughs> I love it when Anthony Mackie started jerking off and then said his penis doesn't work. That was he was just slamming it like a joystick. He's like, oh, why is it not working? <laughs> with the biggest fucking tub of Vaseline. Yeah. <laughs> 
Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, the when it comes into like I, I do I wondered something where it's like, how long does uh steroid induced um like impotence last? Because he apparently has it for like this entire movie. I just assumed Wait. he was on steroids the entire movie. I guess, yeah, but you would think that he would just stop doing fucking steroids. Yeah, he's not going to. Just like The Rock, you'd assume he'd stop doing, you know, coke after he fell again, and nope. <laughs> um, yeah, apparently, like, in that, the moment in the movie when he's, like, on the balcony, and there's that little bit of narration where he's like, I hit rock bottom. That was on <laughs> yeah. purpose as, like, a reference toward him being The Rock in the WWE. <laughs> It was so bad. Did, did anyone else also notice uh, <laughs> when he was, like, doing the lawn work and the father came out and gave him his drink, when the rock grabbed it, the lime or the lemon or whatever, the cucumber, I don't know, fell off, and then when it showed him drinking it, it was on again? <laughs> I did no, not pay huh, attention that much that. in this movie. So. Yeah. <laughs> I, I also love, like, how seemingly this doesn't take place over, like, an extremely long time because he beats the shit out of that, like, he beats the shit out of that father at the beginning, and then at the end of the movie, that guy is still fucked up. Well, old people heal slow. Apparently excessively slow. I mean, everything kind of happened quickly. <laughs> I've only beat up a couple old people, but, yeah, they usually <laughs> take a minute. <laughs> they bruise like a peach. It takes, like, probably ten years for them to heal a black guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, Monk healed fully, too, so... We do not condone elder abuse. Let's make that clear. <laughs> Avery does not condone elder abuse. <laughs> Since we're talking about Monk's injuries, <laughs> how much... Like, okay, this is obviously going to be something that I found funny because I'm just that guy. But when Monk is in the hospital and there's that guy who just, like, comes out of the bathroom and he's like, it just started coming out of my ass. It just started flying out of my ass. There, and it, has, there, like, it held on there and there's shit literally everywhere. There, there were a few times in this movie that air exited my nose. But that's about it. That one was a loud chuckle for me. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? There's that, was like, that was like... That was like an exhale with like a head a head shake. Like, what is going on? I found that so funny because he like he comes out, he goes into the bathroom totally fine, and then comes out in a huff, got shit all over him, and he's like, "It just exploded out my ass." In a huff is the best sentence. <laughs> oh it was God. so unneeded. And I love how Monk is just like, "Why is he still here?" Get him out of this facility. <laughs> Oh my god, and also, what the fuck? Why is it so easy for them to get a hold of Scrubs? And then he picks up a scalpel? Why are these just out in the open for anybody to grab? And then that other doctor goes, Why are you dressed for surgery? I'm prepared for everything. <laughs> I'm prepared. One thing, one thing that I did enjoy about this movie is a lot of it reminded me of myself in the fact that they're just fucking bullshitting everybody. Yeah, but it's like, ah, uh, I don't they, even understand how people fall for it, though. I mean, you're too tired the, the other uh, day and somebody tells you some shit and you're just like, you know what? I'm too tired to deal with this. Sure, why not? And you walk away because it's not your problem. You know what I mean? When they walk into the uh, the gun shop and they're like, uh, we're Tampa PD. 
I was like, that's some shit I would pull. <laughs> yeah, and then they're like, well, we're actually retired Tampa PD. Now we work for, we work security for this random ass fucking, like, <laughs> uh, Christian rock band. And that, that was, guy's, like, super into it. That was some good improv. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah, The Rock is pretty fantastic. I will say he was probably my favorite character in this entire movie. Of was my- Paul Doyle. The thing I liked about that character is that it really seemed like it was just a child in a big man's (laughs) body. Oh, yeah. You mean where 90% of the movie he was carrying around a fucking skateboard? (laughs) Yeah. He was, like, carrying around a skateboard. He kind of, like, freaked out like a young kid would during all these situations. Like, like when they're telling him about the plan, seemingly outside of the strip club, but I couldn't really tell where they were. Uh, He was like, you can't just kidnap someone and, and take all their stuff. And they're like, well, that's exactly what we're going to do. <laughs> and then and then he was in awe with Mark Wahlberg's character. Like, man, he's so smart. And then it goes to uh, Anthony Mackie's character. That's his name, right? Anthony Mackie? It goes yeah. to his character, and he's like, I knew he was full of shit. Which I don't get, because he goes along this entire time acting like, like he legitimately thinks that Daniel is intelligent. But in that one moment, he's like, I knew most of the stuff he was saying was full of shit. And I'm like, what? He probably he goes had nothing else when he's do. talking, when he's talking to Paul in the car, which is uh, the Rock's character. I keep switching, but when he's talking to him, he goes, oh, "Trust me, I've watched a lot of movies." Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> I've watched a lot of YouTube. I know what I'm doing. Yeah, I thought that was funny. <laughs> There's just I so mean, much shit in this movie. the The one thing I wrote down for Paul's character is I love how cute and innocent Paul is, especially when he's carrying around the skateboard. <laughs> That, that's what I mean when it's like, it just seems like a child in like a big man. Oh, yeah. yeah. And how he like, he puts his hand on Monk's head and he's just like, <laughs> kind of like shakes a little bit. And he's like, do you feel that? And he's like, yeah, I feel that. He's like, I just saved you. And he's like, I have a gift. I have a I gift. Have a gift. <laughs> yeah. oh, I mean, it was God. so fucking weird. If we're trying to pull out like the good things in this movie, The Rock was pretty good. He was a very good Oh, player. yeah. I honestly adored The Rock in this movie. Everybody else was just like, uh, you're kind of like, whatever. I really enjoyed Mark Wahlberg's hair. But other than his that... His facial like, expressions are garbage like usual. I mean... I think it's just his face. Well, but, but here's the thing, though. is He, is, he had a solid excuse in this one. Because I, I, was, I was thinking that, too. I was like, man, his facial expressions suck. Yeah. But a lot of this movie took place outdoors in Miami. There was sun, man. The sun was in his face. Even inside, he's, he's like, ah, it's too bright. The only good movies Mark Wahlberg makes is the one where he's outside and has an excuse to squint. Yeah. <laughs> Which I figured that out at the same time. The dude just squints all the time. <laughs> oh, I loved I loved uh, the fucking rich guy character. He was pretty good, too. Um, Victor Kershaw? No, the, no, I'm sorry. Not Mark. Or the porn king? No. Uh, the... Uh, Korean oh, guy. yeah, oh. the um, the motivational speaker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was actually pretty funny, too. He's like, get the hose on the get boat. His, yeah, get him on the boat. Get him out of here. That was so weird. Like, am I the only one who thought that part was weird, that he had this odd sense of urgency? It's like, is he in trouble, but then it never addresses it? Why are you just trying to get out of there? Like, very quickly. Like, he's running away from something. He just scammed a bunch of people out of their money. He wanted to get out of there fast. And then and then he goes and then at one point Paul and uh, goddamn I can't uh, Danny are talking and and Danny's like do you know what fear is and then he says like and then at the same time they say like fear and he goes oh he goes oh you know him too and he goes that's been an AA saying for a long time 
Yeah, false evidence appearing real. Yeah. That's what it is. And he's like, oh, you know Johnny Woo? And he's like, no, I know AA. It's been that way for a long time. And he's like, oh. <laughs> Was his name really Johnny Woo? Because I feel like that's a lot of names in a lot of movies for an no, Asian No, I'm pretty character. sure his name is Johnny Woo. <laughs> I just feel like, I feel like I've heard that a lot. Stereotyping. Yeah. That's yeah. I honestly wouldn't be surprised, but I swear it's Johnny Woo. It probably let's, is. Let's pop onto IMDb. Let's see what's I, up. I'm not disagreeing. Ken Jong. You know, um, Ken Jong, Johnny Woo. Fuck yeah. Oh, okay. What I do love about Mark Wahlberg movies, though, is that there's usually a super attractive female in it. And then while we're doing the podcast, I have something to look at. Do you mean <laughs> when we do Mark Wahlberg movies, there's only super attractive females? There's like generally not. Not. Like hot people? Well, I mean, like, the females have to be good looking for you because you generally don't find women funny, so it gives you eye candy, you know, in between. Yeah, oh, gone. gotcha. <laughs> Speaking of, I want to talk about Rebel Wilson's character, Robin Peck, real quick. Just while, while for one not, of my favorite scenes. While not needed, it was a fre- it was it was like fresh. It was a good take. Yeah, yeah I I enjoyed uh Robin because of that one scene where she and Anthony Mackie's character Adrian have sex and she pulls out nunchucks and starts like flipping around her so nunchucks weird. would you believe that that was not in the script that was improv turns out Rebel Wilson is actually a big like nunchuck aficionado and she brought her nunchucks in from home she's super weird so I'd say yeah that's probably something she would do that goes yeah well yeah. with her <laughs> she did it to spice up the scene, apparently. It worked. Well, yeah. she should have done it to the entire movie because this, <laughs> this movie needed some spice. Yeah, if she just always walked around with nunchucks, I would be so interested in her character. If she just, like, had him on the side, like, she looked like Michelangelo and she was just, like, walking around and you're like, what's up? Never actually pulls him out until that one sex scene where she shows you what she's got. I know I know, we're not at, like, the, the scenes or whatever, but... I guess we kind of are. What about the scene where he's like, uh, they're walking into the porn dude's house, and he's like, "If uh, I d- dibs on the car or whatever," and he goes, "You can have the dog. Those are worth something." And then fucking Paul just gives him a toe. <laughs> oh my god, I have that on here. I, when he's like, "You hungry boy?" Yeah. and pulls out his toe from his pocket and gives it to him, I was like, "What?" He's just carrying it around like a child. It's so weird. At one Ew. point, at one point, when the rock is grilling the hands, <laughs> it, it reminds you. It's like, remember, this is based off of a true story. Yeah, I was gonna say that part later, but it had to cut in. Like, hey, this shit was real. Something I find hilarious about that is, um, apparently, like, uh, based on IMDb trivia, that was not real. They did not grill the hands. Well, then it. What the fuck? Because it was like, there? remember. Yeah, it, like, really wanted to be like, this is one of the things we didn't take a liberty on. Yeah, oh, I was no. I was reading through some of the trivia earlier today, and, yeah, that was one of them. And I remembered it specifically saying that, like, how it was like, remember, this is a true story. I was like, it says, I think, explicitly that that was not actually real, that that didn't happen, that it was actually just, like, made up. Um, Avery, do you have any other, like, favorite scenes that you want to talk about in the movie? No, we addressed pretty much a lot of them because mo- I just most of the funny ones or the like one-offs are pretty funny, but the rest of the movie is like really boring. So boring, dude. I, like, I cannot it, yeah, get this boring. across to the listeners anymore. It's so fucking boring. Watch it on two times speed. You'll have way more fun. Oh my god, I should have done that. Yeah, welcome to the club. 
<laughs> I watched it on fucking Amazon Prime, so I couldn't, oh, I don't think, I watch crying. it on two times speed. But I wish <laughs> I could. I Ooh, wish. I have disposable income. <laughs> Y'all bitch asses can do it too. You just refuse to, you fucking pirating ass bitches. I, I have Amazon ladies. Prime. I'm just fucking around. <laughs> Oh, I didn't even... No, it's not like, oh, I get to fucking, like, watch it for free. I had to pay for this shitty movie. And I didn't even go for the standard edition because it got fucked that one time. Um, <laughs> though, based on a true story, some scenes, such as the hands barbecue scene, are creative additions by the filmmakers. That's what it says. Well, I feel robbed because it's specifically put in there as if it was like, hey, remember... Yeah. Yeah, while I read that, I was like, doesn't it specifically say that this is based on a true story at that and moment? Yeah. <laughs> it's so that's, weird. Uh, that's fucked. So, some of my favorite scenes in this movie, I really love the opening scene where it's kind of like serene and he's just doing that weird ass like sit up thing on the side of the building, which looks extremely dangerous, by the way. It looks kind of extremely cool. hard. Yeah, that shit looks crazy, but it looks cool. And I love how he's, like, uh, he hears the cops coming, so he starts running. And I love that, like, when he gets hit by the cop car, he's like, my name is Danny Lugo, and I believe in fitness. I love that line for no reason. I just love that he says he believes in fitness. And he echoes that at the end of the movie, too, when he says it again. I, I also appreciated the scene the first time they were in, or not they, but the first time Danny was in the, the court and he's like, and he talks about like second chances and the guy goes, uh, we find you guilty. And he goes, yeah, that's what I said, but where's my second chance? <laughs> <laughs> for a movie, for a movie that I fucking hated, it has some good parts. It has, like, these small good moments that I enjoy, but then they're so, like, crowded with the shitty moments around it where I'm just like, oh, my God, can we please just move on from Anthony Mackie's character? I don't care about his wedding. The, like, nothing happened until the walk walked in and he's like, I don't have a toe. And they're like, what the fuck? Like, nobody's surprised that that guy's <laughs> there with paint all over him. I was like, what? I'm, I'm really wedding. glad that... I'm really glad that I'm not the only one that thought this was so slow because it was. Yeah, he had to like walk yeah. from scene to scene. It's like, don't show the entire walking. What are you doing? He's walking three blocks. Stop. It was so weird. There's so many like, there are definitely some scenes I also enjoyed. I guess mostly lines or at least how like uh, these characters like uh, Daniel Lugo, um, Adrian Dorball, I guess, and Paul Doyle, uh, the three main characters. They are so obsessed with fitness, and I love that it constantly comes up, like, when uh, Danny is initially asking um, Adrian in the beginning, he's like, do you want me to make you into a monument of phys physical perfection? I love that they're so serious about it, and when they need, when they get stressed, they, they're like, I need to do some reps, and yeah. like, <laughs> like, at the end, when The Rock does a bunch of cocaine and is sitting there bench pressing, <laughs> while they're trying to chop up the bodies, and he's like, I feel so good, and then finally seconds later he's like i feel terrible yeah he's like a child that's just so weird yeah i also have another favorite scene that i really enjoyed was when they initially go to the strip club and it's just paul and adrian sitting there and adrian takes out he's like hey what you drinking is that breast milk and he's like you think i'm drinking breast milk and he's like yeah check this out i mix this in with just a little bit of steroids this is this is man-made hgh right here i buy it from some chick she's real clean you want me to get you in on it and he's like 
no, not at all. And he's like, <laughs> and he keeps talking like he's not listening to Paul's disgust. And he's just like, yeah, have you ever sucked on a pregnant woman's titty? It's awesome. <laughs> and he's like, so like disgusted by Adrian. Yeah. It's so odd. <laughs> I love that scene so much. Um, and then I loved the uh, the multiple of fail, multiple failed kidnapping attempts on Kershaw. How they like initially tried to like sneak up to his house, and they're like sitting shiva or whatever. <laughs> they go up and they're like abort, abort, and they try to run away. And it's like at dusk, like people could obviously see them outside. And when they try again, they, like, pull up to that one BMW, and he just walks away and, like, flips them off. because they're like, they where came is he? Out. Where yeah. is he? And he's like, really? You got me the wrong BMW? I gave his license plate and everything. And then, of course, they eventually end up do-kidnapping him, where he comes out from behind the dumpster dressed up as a ninja. And I love that his idea of, like, fucking up Anthony Mackie's character is he throws that fucking... He throws a pickle at him? Yeah. It's so weird. Like, like he was gonna do some damage with it. Bah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then some more of my, like, I guess favorite moments uh, is when they try to murder Kershaw, and they keep doing these stupid fucking things. Oh like, I love how this movie illustrates how fucking stupid these people were where they like initially try to make him crash into this thing and adrian buckled his seatbelt, and he's like yeah so your so your face doesn't get fucked up by the airbag and they're like it's literally counterproductive as to what we're trying to do right now and they try to like run him over and still don't do it correctly which i mean you have to assume that his cheekbone got smashed like he got fucked up by that by that van. Am I the only one who thinks that? The whole thing that I thought the whole time, like these criminals are dumb as hell. And then about an hour, fifty minutes in, nobody still notices until his detective's like, "Hmm, there's a pattern here." I'm like, "Really? Don't say." Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he does point it out to the cops. He's like, "These guys are gonna get hungry again." And they're going to kill someone. And he's like, nah, it'll be fine. And then when he kills someone, I love that the detective's like, I fucking told you. I literally <laughs> told you that they were going to need money again. And now they're chopping up dead bodies. These criminals he's are like, so they're dumb. probably dead. I don't know how they didn't get caught right off the bat. Yeah, they're straight up fucking stupid. So I don't get it. Um, And one of the last moments that I enjoyed on here was, of course, that exploding out my ass thing. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> Um, something that I thought got really old and I want to hear you guys' opinions. Um, I enjoyed for like the most part when it did the narration and these kind of like superhero origins that it had, but then <laughs> they just kept going and I was like, stop throughout the entire movie. They kept narrating and doing these weird origins. And I was like, just stop. I'm so done. Just cut this out. Get me through this movie faster. There's so much that could have been cut out. It's so annoying. Like an hour could have been cut out. Trust me. Yeah, probably. They could at least cut out 30 minutes of this fucking movie. <laughs> I would have enjoyed that. Um, And then I've also got some weird things like when Adrian cuts out the portions of his fucking carpet that had blood. But when uh, Robin um, Rebel Wilson's character comes home, Robin Peck, when she comes home, there are still sections of the carpet with massive amounts of blood on it. So much blood. I was like, yeah. what the fuck? Oh, yeah. I was like, 
he like cut out these small squares where like one bit of blood came off but then there was this massive part that had blood and he didn't i was like what what <laughs> and then she goes outside and he just threw it away in their garbage can didn't even try to cover it up didn't do anything with it he just like threw it away he was panicking yeah you can yeah, tell apparently. <laughs> uh, it's it's so fucking ridiculous i don't get it um yeah, let's. Uh, do you guys have any other moments you want to talk about before we move into the characters individually? No. Nope. Uh, I want to say the the, right. uh, the fucking where he opens up the safe and there's just booties in there. He's like, "What the hell?" That was pretty funny. Uh, when he opens up the, the cabinet, and there's account, a bunch of porn in there. <laughs> oh, okay. You're talking about his safety deposit. Yeah, box. that that had me that had me chuckling. I was like, "Dude, what? There's nothing." You got caught yeah, up with nothing. He was super pissed about that. <laughs> that is super weird. I love that, like, the guy looks in there. He's like, look out. And he's like, stop. <laughs> yeah. And he he gets fucking hit by Kershaw in that car. And I was like, That's just really? desserts. That's all just desserts. I'm going to ask a serious question, and this is going to make me sound dumb, but it's because I am. Are the Bahamas part of the United States? No. Isn't That's that what Cuba? I thought. No, I'm dumb. How was it so easy for them to follow him to the Bahamas? Well, it shouldn't have been. But it was. But it was. <laughs> and then, like, a United States citizen plows through a market in the Bahamas, possibly injuring people and destroying property, and nothing happens? Something what? happens. We just didn't it see it. It was so weird. <laughs> Something happens. <laughs> Thank you. Dynamite drop-in. Thank you, you, Avery. It's fantastic. (laughs) Probably something happened. Your guess Um, is as good as mine. So let's move on to some of the individual characters. Chase, what did you think about Daniel Lugo portrayed by Mark Wahlberg? Uh, man, I didn't like him. (laughs) I mean, he he was good-looking, that's for sure. He looked great in uh, in this movie, but, I mean... I think I'm just starting to realize I do not like Mark Wahlberg as an actor. Yeah, I think anybody who thinks that Mark Wahlberg is a good actor, they actually enjoy him, should just watch, like, six Mark Wahlberg movies. Just back to back. Just watch, like, six of them, and you'll realize real quick that he has zero emotional range as an actor. (laughs) (laughs) It's fucking ridiculous. Even in something that he should be somewhat typecasted for, he's still not good. He's not. He's just not. It's fucking crazy. For me, uh, Daniel Lugo, I enjoyed his hair, obviously. Thought it was fantastic. He looked good. Um, I loved the, like, obsession, like, this kind of religious, like, fixation with fitness, how each one of them had that. I, I really loved that about all of them, but specifically Daniel Lugo I thought was super funny about it. Um, and I loved his seemingly, like, infectious charisma where, like, he was super stoked about things it kind of like tricked people into stuff which i still don't understand how he did but um apparently that's a thing like i i thought it was i i thought he was somewhat charismatic so i believed it um but what about you avery what do you think about daniel i like how you can tell mark Wahlberg was so focused only because of the eye squinting the entire movie so you knew he was really getting into character um (laughs) 
We told you, dude. He's in fucking Florida. He had to no, be like No, the, the strain on his face just shows how dedicated he was to his role, you know? He's got to really get in there. Uh, <laughs> as for, like, the character, I don't know. He was... He was, like, really charismatic, and he got his way with a lot of, sh like, stuff. But I really didn't like him. Stuff he shouldn't he have. He felt like a main character for sure, but at the same time, his stuff, yeah, he got away with a lot of stuff he just really should not have. Yeah, I I still don't believe the whole, even if it's at a 90 degree angle, as long as a notary, like, says they watched it, it's cool. I was like, I don't believe that's true. But I'm not a notary, so. This I happened guess in that's 95, fine. right? Yeah, 1995. But a lot of stuff happened in 95. And if this was a true story, it, you know, the besides the Liberty parts of the movie, it happened. I don't, I don't know. I'm we, gonna assume... We've obviously, like, been told by this trivia that <laughs> there's I'm, a lot of shit that probably didn't happen. Well, if it's... I'm gonna assume a lot of it is Liberty. Yeah, they took a lot of liberties <laughs> with this story. Um, yeah. What I'm saying, though, is it did happen, like... The actual facts that did happen happened, so somebody got away with it slightly until they got caught. Yeah, but what part of this movie actually happened? That's what we're saying, Avery. Not not that some of this didn't actually happen. Yeah, some of it did, but what actually did? Because I'm pretty sure that a decent amount of it doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> how how badass is Ed Harris though? Is Ed Harris the, like, owner of the gym? The detective. Oh, okay. That's that's who I was going to say next because <laughs> I don't have him on my sheet. <laughs> no, I loved him so much. I, I thought he was so cool. Uh, apparently, like, when he's working out and he says he worked in lawn and garden for, like, 20 years or whatever, that's, like, supposed to be a joke about how he uh, did the voice for Home Depot commercials for a long time. <laughs> That is guess. pretty funny. Yeah, yeah it's kind of weird. But no, I loved his character a lot. Like, it was... I I was honestly, the whole time, I was wondering how Kershaw ha could, like, stay at that motel. And then it turns out that he was paying for it for him while he was, like, looking through um, everything. And I enjoyed, like... I enjoyed his character mostly because of... I don't know. I just like that grizzled detective character. And I feel like he played it very well. Like, like he, a Sam Elliott almost, like. Yeah, he he he's kind of like I don't want to say like typecast or anything because I feel like he plays like other characters really well, but he was probably like the best acted part in this movie, I would say. Oh yeah, he was definitely. You guys uh, remember that girl that uh, Mark Wahlberg asked out? Yeah. I'm just gonna say I finally found her real name. So. Ooh. Oh, thank you. Once again, a dynamite drop-in <laughs> for another individual of this podcast. <laughs> so, Finally, dude, I had to do some, like, real Ed Harris detective shit to find this. You're like, that's actually why I brought up Ed Harris, because I had to do some detective shit. So. <laughs> because she has a, she has a real-ass name in the movie. Oh. Because I was, like, I was, like, looking for, like, client, like, female client or client number one or something. She has a first and a last name. That's kind of weird. That is kind of weird. Um, so let's move on to Adrian Dorball. That's Anthony Mackie's character. Chase, what did you think about him if you can pull yourself away from this random woman that you're stalking on the internet now? I'm not I'm just looking at her IMDB dude. <laughs> uh I mean, I really like Anthony Mackie a lot. Um I 
wasn't a huge I mean his character was kind of funny just with all the like impotence that's the way <laughs> it. yeah all his the, dick didn't work impotence jokes I thought that was kind of funny yeah how rebel will I loved it at the end rebel Wilson is like coming at him in that court hearing he's she's like I divorced dick. him last night yeah <laughs> yeah all that bodybuilding is to compensate because he's got a small dick <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was definitely put in there for, like, comedic relief, it seems. Like, because once again, I don't find him as a believable, like, bodybuilder. I just don't. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, what did you think about him, Avery? Oh, definitely. He was definitely the punching bag. There was no offense or buts. He <laughs> just kept one-offing on him. And he was, as a bodybuilder, I would believe it because not everybody's shaped the same. But using the steroids was a really good, like, hey... He's really trying, and he's using, you know, as much resources as possible. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> they had that weird scene with him and, like, Daniel Lugo in the beginning where he's like, I'm not making nobody's tacos. They're going to be making my tacos. I'm going to be putting my meat in their taco. <laughs> Wait. That was so weird. That that was fucking weird. <laughs> but she, she came back at one point in the movie. Uh, I don't remember her coming back. She was, like, I, in a teal skirt. He, like, with, asks her out at one point, and then I think she's just, like, randomly at the, uh, like, gym at another point. I don't I don't think they really address it. Oh, well, I was thinking maybe that's when they got her name, but nope, guess not. N- no, I think it's when Anthony Mackie's character is, like, she's out of your league, man. <laughs> like that. I think that's oh, when well, she comes back. Still never gave her a name. <laughs> Um, I do enjoy uh, something about Adrian where it's like, I didn't believe he was a bodybuilder, but it kind of adds to his character that he's like, he doesn't seem like he's actually working that hard at it. He's instead trying to cut corners with um, like metabolic steroids and with breast milk for some reason. Like he's kind of the opposite of what we see in like Daniel Lugo's case where like you don't see him doing steroids or anything. You see him like bulking up with protein shakes and stuff like that. I don't know why I said protein so weird, but protein. protein. Yeah, like protein shakes. <laughs> um, but he's like the exact opposite of Daniel's character, which I thought was pretty interesting. Um, but... There's what, where he's trying really hard, but seemingly not as jacked as the other two? Yeah. And then, I actually enjoyed the scene when they were, uh, uh, we, I forgot this one earlier, but when they're interviewing The Rock, and he just keeps ask, asking him questions about the gym. How much protein <laughs> do you eat a day? Yeah. Do you, do you, what was it, like, do you have amino acids before, before or after, after you, you work, work out? out? Yeah, and they're both just ignoring him, and then Daniel eventually specifically says, just ignore him. <laughs> that was, shit was so weird. I love that he was just there, like, as, a, as like, a place filler. There was, like, his involvement in this whole scheme was almost unnecessary. I don't know why he was, honestly. He, he maybe he provided the van, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Shit's weird. Um, any last mo- uh, last things you want to hit on with Adrian before we move on to Paul? Nah, I don't really feel... Uh, <laughs> He's dirty. Let's He's talk about uh, Paul Doyle portrayed by uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yes. Chase, how did you feel about Paul? I enjoyed him, which I feel like that's kind of weird that I enjoyed a lot of these characters. I just think the movie was really bad. I don't know. It's just kind of like the way they interact and the fact that like 
this just isn't believable. It just doesn't make any sense, which it's crazy that this apparently at all, any of it actually happened. It's just crazy. I yeah, don't but at get this it. point, I'm really questioning what did because just the fact that that one scene that like tried to remind you, remember, you know, <laughs> had no fucking like no legs to stand on. Remember, we took yeah. Remember, this is based on a true story, but this scene where we're gonna specifically point it out that that's not part of it. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I did enjoy that scene though, where he's like grilling, and then they come back, and he's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And he's like, "It was getting really like it's getting really stuffy inside. I didn't think you were gonna be mad about this." <laughs> it was so. Oh my god! It was so stupid. I love, like, Paul's childlike sense of wonder and how he, like, I don't think, I, I think his relationship with Victor Kershaw was so weird and so tacked on because it doesn't end up actually going anywhere. But when it happens, I was like, what is happening? You don't see what he's doing. And I love that uh, he eventually, like, tries to escape and comes back at Paul. And Paul decks him and he's like, one of the amazing skills that was given to me by Jesus is knocking people the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. And then and then it, towards the end when they're in the, the courtroom and he's like, my friend uh, Pepe or whatever his name is. Yeah, Pepe. <laughs> Yeah, he calls him Eldad, and uh, uh, Kershaw calls Paul Pepe. Or no, the other way around. Yeah, it's so weird. I was I was waiting for us to eventually find out that Eldad in Hebrew actually meant like bitch or something like that. Like it was really gonna tear apart their relationship because it turns out that Eldad does not mean like, like savior or, or whatever. Weird. Yeah, I I don't know. That shit was weird, but I did really enjoy Paul. He was probably my favorite actual character in the movie. I just liked watching him go about his day in a sense, especially when he started to like get super into drugs. And I was like, what are you doing? Like how he, he opens that bag and doesn't expect there to be like some sort of paint thing in it. And it just explodes. Also, <laughs> there's a bunch of money in one bag, but the other bag gets shot and it's just changed. It's coins. He got the right one. <laughs> oh, and also, I'm, I'm going to ask you guys a question. And I don't know if this is standard police procedure or anything. But when somebody's just running away from you, do you normally, like, fire your entire clip into, like, a crowd of people? No. No, you, you don't. You do not. I, I kind of <laughs> thought. Um, but, I mean, not, this is Not, like, Florida. in the public like that. That's true. Yeah. I don't know yeah. how they'd be doing it in Florida. I mean, I guess they actually weren't cops. The initially those guys were they worked for like uh like a security agency who like transported money. But still, I don't think it's chill for them to just shoot up like a department store, like I a think strip mall. It might be less chill for them to do that. <laughs> yeah, probably cuz the cops just get away with it. So, yeah. yeah. Well, it's just like I assume when you sign up or when you get that job or whatever, they're like Unless you like, unless your life is being threatened, do not pull that gun. You know. Yeah, and in this movie, they're just like fucking light that shit up, dude. Fucking Hell shoot yeah. everything. They're unloading clips into the fucking river or whatever. Yeah. I was like, Jesus Christ. Well, that seems chill. There's no one else in the river. You think? 
I mean, cute <laughs> thing. <laughs> and they shoot off his fucking toe. That was so gross. And then, how it just like falls out, and he's like, you can see a little bit of bone. I like. How I also think popped. it's kind of weird. He was like, I also think it's kind of weird that uh, the two security guys or whatever start opening up, and then as soon as the cops get there, they start opening up too. Like, what? Like, yeah, just, they like. like they don't even take a second to evaluate the like situation. They instead just start unloading into the water and unloading on like Paul. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I was really weird. Yeah, yeah, that shit was crazy. But Paul definitely one of my favorite characters. I really enjoyed him. Um, I also thought it was so funny how like that that small scene where the the father like hits on him. He's like, "Why is he telling me I'm so buff?" What is happening? <laughs> He's like so thrown off by that fact. <laughs> that beats the shit out of him. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. How is that guy not dead? I straight up like I I remembered him killing him in this movie. Like before I watched it this time I was like, Oh yeah, he totally kills that guy. Like that's how he gets uh, roped into this and he's like, nah, he just beat the shit out of him. He fucking wrecked that guy. He said I almost killed him, so I guess, yeah. All you need is a throwaway line, and then it yeah, all makes sense. Completely dead. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about Victor Kershaw, uh, played by Tom Shalhoub. I don't, I don't know how you're supposed <laughs> to say his name. Chase, uh, what did you think about Victor, the uh, the monk? Like, yeah, monk, the dildo beaten billionaire, whatever. <laughs> um, his, his character was a fucking asshole. Oh, but, yeah. He but, had, like, pictures in his house of just him with his shirt off and stuff. <laughs> but I think it was, it, was, so weird. it was really good. I think he portrayed that character really well, you know? Yeah, I think so, too. I, I love it, like, later on when he's all hurt and he's trying to speak and he has, like, a lisp. And he's he's still trying to speak that way. He's like, I almost bit my tongue off and stuff like that. I thought that was really good because he legitimately looked like he was in pain. He's like... They fucking crushed half my skull. Like, <laughs> I almost bit my tongue off. They tased me. My legs broken. Like, he was fucked up. Oh, yeah. Believable. That shit's crazy. And I also love that the, like, the cops just seemingly didn't investigate that scene at all. Like, what? <laughs> it... He... <sighs> I just don't get it. Like, they're like, oh, yeah, this seems like you probably did it to yourself because the car was crashed and he was, like, 25 feet in the opposite direction away from the car. How does that make any sense? I felt like with that scene, they were pulling, like, a maybe, maybe I'm just reading too much into it because in 1995, a little bit of racism because they kept harping on, like, oh, you're part Colombian? Oh, really? You're not from here, are you? They kept, like, digging into that constantly. And ignoring what Yeah, and they say some bullshit about drug deals. Oh, yeah. And you're like, what? I think they kept trying to just be racist and just be kind of, like, ignoring him. It was so weird. <laughs> also, speaking of, like, racist, that one part where Paul's sitting there with him and he's like, you're Jewish, right? <laughs> yeah. And that was so uncomfortable. He wanted to save him, that's like, why. He's like, let's get rid of that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He, and I love it. He's like my newfound bullshit Christianity. <laughs> like when he's dying, basically. <laughs> that shit was so weird. But yeah, I I really enjoyed Victor. 
Um, I thought he was a complete asshole, like, the entire time. And I also love that, like, in his workout scenes, he kept calling Daniel Lugo, like, different things. Like he Damien. would, yeah. He called him Davy, <laughs> and he didn't remember his name. He like obviously looked down on him, and I love that he then like finds out exactly who he is based on his cologne, his like shitty cologne. Yeah, I thought that was actually kind of cool. Yeah, me too. I was just He's like, and I love how. Daniel was trying so that. hard to speak in an accent, and then he's like, "Oh yeah, he's so obsessed with pectoral muscles," and he's like, "Why did you say that?" That really harps back to his monk days, though. That's true. I've never actually seen Monk. Have you? Yes, I like Monk a lot. Never seen it. Oh, okay. I've heard it's good. Isn't he like a? He's like a detective with OCD or something like that, like a private eye. He's like psych it's like psych it's like the mentalist it's like elementary where it's like he's just smarter than everyone else (laughs) (laughs) all right uh any final thoughts on victor before we move on to uh bar paley and rebel wilson um their characters did we get avery's thoughts Nah, i'm good i to be honest most of my thoughts are generally like what you guys normally say most of my thoughts are pretty much the same as your guys's, you know, unless I have like little one-offs, but I usually say it whenever I think of it. Yeah, I feel like it's it's not a controversial opinion. The majority of this stuff is like, it's pretty much a consensus that this movie kind of blows, so. <laughs> and it does, yeah, just, just yeah, everywhere, chunks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what did you guys think about Bar Paley? Um, she played... I think I might. Nope. I totally mixed this up. I I meant to put their names in the opposite direction. It doesn't matter. Um, her name is Serena Luminita or something like that. Uh, she's played by Bar Paley. She is the like, uh, the kind of like romantic interest for both Daniel Lugo and uh, Paul later in the movie. What what did you guys think of her? The stripper. Uh, sh- she's my yes. favorite character. Oh yeah. I was, if you didn't notice that I was just trying to like not say stripper. Oh my bad. I, that's the <laughs> only way I knew her is cause she was a stripper. No, I don't know why I was avoiding the fact <laughs> that she was a stripper, but I was just agent. doing that. Just said that. <laughs> that shit is so that's weird. So <laughs> By far is my she... favorite character. <laughs> it, was she, she that she was, dumb though? She was funny. She was. she was attractive. She was funny. That's it, man. That's that's it, you know? I think she was funny because she was but so I, dumb. My biggest issue with her character, though, is, like, did she really believe that she was a CIA agent? She did. She also believed the that they were doing a music video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then she just banged him outside on his <laughs> shitty Fiero, <laughs> which I love that, like, when that's happening, it starts to roll forward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> and they just keep having sex. Like, they just totally chill with it. It's That's so how strong weird. he is. <laughs> yeah, dude. He's he's moving the earth with his thrust, dude. Like, he wasn't even moving that car. He was actually moving the ground underneath that car. That's how fucking strong shattered her Daniel pelvis. Lugo is. <laughs> he broke her apart. Yeah, I... Like, in, in the end, when she's like, oh, yeah, I'm retiring from the CIA to become a movie star. And then in the credits, it's like she didn't become a movie star. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. I just the whole time I was like, she really believed it. I mean, she was literally dumb. all she did was shop and have sex with them. Yeah, life of a movie star. She's or a dumb. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, she's like Jason Bourne, but not. 
Jesus 007. Christ, it's not Jason Bourne. <laughs> <laughs> it was so weird. Uh, Avery, do you have any, like, complex thoughts on this character? No, she was straightforward. She just wanted to have sex, do blow, and buy shit. And if that's not a big mood, I don't know what is. <laughs> Your description there was far more complex than her entire character. <laughs> um, so let's let's move on to Rob and Peck, our last character that I have on here, but we can of course talk about more. Uh, played by Rebel Wilson. Um, Chase, what did you what did you think about her? I think she was totally unnecessary, but I think it I think it was good that they added her because this movie would have been like twenty percent less funny if she wasn't in it. Oh, she was Yeah, hilarious. when it's like 30% funny. Yeah. <laughs> she was a solid portion of the comedy for a while. Especially in that last like scene where they're in the courtroom and she's just taking the second to talk shit about Adrian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And their, their their first encounter was really funny too. Yeah, where she's like, "Oh yeah, your your girlfriend must be uh must be a little bit upset." And she's like, "No." Or he says no, and then she's like, oh, okay. Starts, like, licking her lips. Yeah, she's, like, being oddly forward, and she's like, sorry. I just, I like big men. (laughs) What's happening? Uh, Actually, she was like, I like black men. Yeah. It was very very specific. She was like, she said something super racist. I was like, okay. I don't know why I keep avoiding these things when they're actually, like, contextual to the movie, but yeah. (laughs) When uh, Michelle, that was hilarious. And she's like, My vagina's name was Michelle or something. That was so dumb. When when she said, uh, um, fuck, I forgot. Uh, fuck. (laughs) I'm sorry. Was was it in the courtroom when she's like, and I know for a fact he tried to finger bang his paralegal. And then in the end, she's like, All I know is that woman over there, she's a whore. She's no. talking about the paralegal. I'm trying to think of the exact words, but I can't. Uh, but she said something like, I like it when it rains in the African desert or something the like Sahara, that. The oh Sahara, my God. Or something like the Serengeti or something. Yeah, I was shit. like, what the fuck? <laughs> that was so weird. That was awesome. Yeah, that, that's what I was trying to remember, but I just couldn't. She was like being so subtly racist, but sexual at the same time. I was like, get you a girl what? who could do both. <laughs> I also love that, like, fucking Daniel Lugo's character earlier on, how he's trying to convince Adrian to, like, do this heist. He says, like, oh, yeah, I know those uh, those plump girls that you like taking out. They like to eat. And he's like, nothing wrong with that. They should be able to eat. But I know it's not. It's coming all out of your pocket. <laughs> goes, so you, you don't get. Do you want to get nervous every time they go for the dessert menu? <laughs> This movie is, like, at times, it could definitely be funny, but it's, like, most of the time... If this movie was just an hour and a half, it would be I honestly think this would be a funny movie. It would be, like, legitimately entertaining to watch. Which is also wild, because it's based off of a not-funny situation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. They the totally crazy... murk those people in the end. Like the, when I was he, gonna say. When he's like, is he dead? And he's like, you see those weights? How they're flush with the ground? They shouldn't be, because there's a fucking head in there. And they're not <laughs> flush with the ground. They're like at a 90 degree angle. It, see, it is wild how many fu- actually funny parts and like characters and like 
like this could be a very quotable movie but you're right the extra like fucking i'd say even like an hour man <laughs> if this movie was like an hour and 10 minutes but like a clean hour and t i know it wouldn't be because that's not how hollywood works but like an, a clean hour 30 it could be a really funny movie yeah it would have been but instead we got the rock giving a dog his toe and then the maid <laughs> finding the toe but also it's based off of a not funny situation <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So weird. They fucking murdered a couple people. Like, goddamn. I mean, cops just suck at their jobs, honestly. That's what this movie is, my takeaway on it. Which is like, I honestly wonder if that was real. Them being like, this them movie's being... based on a true story, but so much of it is seemingly untrue that I'm like, was it real, though, that these cops didn't give a fuck? I do wonder how, how far the crew actually got, you know? Because... I assume they murdered two people, or that would be a really wild thing to put in there. But, like, yeah. how long were they actually free, you know? Yeah, how long did this go down? Was this, like, over several years or just a couple months? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, I, I wonder that same thing. Are, uh, are there any more characters you guys wanted to talk about before we finally rank this movie in our definitive top ten Mark Wahlberg list? I feel like we should just quickly at least talk about the two people that fucking died. Nah, but they were so minor, though. <laughs> yeah, but like, let's just give them like, I mean, something. Nah, this movie took the away too King. much away from me, so they get nothing. Well, <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I gave him something. I said the the weights were flush with the ground, but they weren't. Like that guy was dead. Okay, now give something to the to his wife. When she got tacked with that horse tranquilizer, just immediately dies. <laughs> the blank stare awesome. in her face, that was the best part. <laughs> cool. Yeah, and he, like, touches her face. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just glad we got that over with. R.I.P. <laughs> we just had to pay respects to these yeah. two people. These two fictional. Oh, yeah, they're not fictional, in a sense. They could potentially be based off of true people, so. Now I feel like an and ass. I, I totally forgot about that. Whoops. I wonder if though. in real life that guy got like squished on accident or if like he fucking killed him. Like I wonder what like what uh, what like situation that actually was like how that situation played out instead of like him furiously kicking a workbench and you can slowly see the weights moving and you're like that guy's going to so die. Nervous. I was like, yep, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> and then his wife is in the other room like riding some guy <laughs> and watching the rock do push-ups that was that was really weird <laughs> rich people man so they got some fetishes <laughs> yeah it was so odd and i also love that like that that one guy the guy who dies he's the only one to actually call daniel out on the fact that he doesn't know anything that's where the trouble began yeah that's yeah. pretty much where it all the trouble all began um, yeah, he scorned Daniel's, uh, financial advances, I guess. He's like, no, nah, I'm not going to move into India. That, it was so weird. Um, so, now it's time for us to actually rank this movie. You know what I also just realized that we never did? I never read the summary of this movie. Do you want to spend, so, like, 30 minutes reading a summary for a two-hour movie? Not me. No, what I'm going to do is I'm going to read this one sentence long summary that they gave me on IMDb. That's all a this trio. movie deserves. Yeah. 
A trio of bodybuilders in Florida get caught up in an extortion ring and a kidnapping scheme that goes terribly wrong. Also, how the fuck does a kidnapping scheme not involve hurting anybody? I have to ask that because he keeps telling Paul that no one's going to get hurt. And I'm like, you're kidnapping someone and forcing them to give you everything they have. How I mean, do you not think they'll get hurt? I don't know. I could kidnap someone without hurting them. Could you force them to give you everything they have without hurting them? Yeah. I don't believe it. That's a little but, hard. But the, the problem the problem is is that is they really got the wrong guy to do that like easily, you know? They picked a real motherfucker. That's true. That's true. <laughs> um so let's move on to actually ranking this movie. Avery, where do you think that this should rank on our top ten list? Under Spencer Confidential. <laughs> so not on the list at all? No. I say we bump up Spencer and put it in that place. I think, think 11 is... is a perfect spot for it. Okay. I was just feeling we should bump it up. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I Don't you I, say one. I'll I put my don't... phone through you my hate, TV. You hate that you agree. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I feel almost the same. Yeah, I hate that I would never watch Spencer Confidential again, but I would also never watch Pain and Gain again. I... <laughs> I don't hate this movie. It's just like I felt like I wasted two hours of my life. The enemy of can my you, enemy can is you, my friend on this one, Vaughn. <laughs> Vaughn, can you go through the list again real quick, though? Uh, we've got number one, Four Brothers. Number two, Ted Two. Number three, The Departed. Number four, The Other Guys. Number five, Ted. Number six, seven, and eight are blank. Number nine is The Happening. Number ten is Spencer Confidential. And number 11 and 12 are currently vacant. <laughs> and remember, this is the definitive top ten. Yes. So, oh, yeah. where do we put pain and gain? What do you guys think? Just, just say. It. Just Since fucking eleven is empty, I feel like it should go into eleven. I think eleven is a good spot for it. Maybe even twelve. But uh, we still got a few. But movies we still, to go. we still, we still have two daddies homeless. <laughs> so, I feel like those will be better, honestly. Uh, so, from the I whole... can't say anything to get this movie any higher than eleven. So it looks do like you this want is to. <laughs> He's trying to make an argument here, but it's not going too well. I'm not trying to make an argument. I literally just conceded, Avery. <laughs> Do you think it should be higher than Spencer Con- Confidential, though? I just hated that movie so much. I hated both of them. I I, I, I can't say I hate this movie. I just hate that I wasted my time. So, yeah, I guess I hate this movie. (laughs) (laughs) I hate what this movie did to me. So, now our current list is number one, Four Brothers, number two, Ted Two, number three, The Departed, number four, The Other Guys, number five, Ted, number six, seven, and eight, blank, number nine is The Happening, number ten is Spencer Confidential, number eleven is Pain and Gain, and number twelve is blank. So, next week we are going to be reviewing The Fighter. I'm actually kind of excited for that one. I think it's going to be a good movie. But I've said that about the last two movies, and I fucking hate them. <laughs> can, so. you, can you take that back real quick? Because Me, Yeah, never mind. I'm, I'm setting expectations way too high. They're yeah. not. It's You've not going to be three weeks movie. in a row now. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say it's going to be a movie I want to watch. Because as Mark Wahlberg yeah, did think... it in his constipation phase. Anytime that you go into a movie with Mark Wahlberg in it, you should probably have the lowest expectations humanly possible. Expect to see no emotion. I, that's for sure. 
the problem is, is <laughs> the top two are pretty good though. Yeah, I I enjoyed Four Brothers. I Did I not enjoy Ted, Ted Two, too, but still Ted not. Two, <laughs> Ted Two's our Cinderella story, and you know what? I might go watch it right after this podcast. <laughs> you have to like wash your brain of pain and gain with Ted Two. Uh, yeah, I might have. You to. have give me my the ring, my precious eye. <laughs> <laughs> That's I still laugh at that to this day. <laughs> so. That's the end of this podcast. Um, outside of the podcast, you guys can follow us uh, and the show itself at uh, Thick Podcast, right? Thick Podcast, T-I-J-C-C Podcast on Twitter? Yep. Somehow right. we got it. There you go. T-H-I-C-C Podcast on Twitter. You can follow me, Vaughn, at Hyde Legion on Twitter. You can follow Chase where? Uh, Chase Hopkins underscore, I think. <laughs> right. and avery where can they follow you as your flame avery and i'm pretty sure i even have the thick of it podcast followed so you can find me there as well well okay. it, i mean our names are in the the bio of the you thing, never so. know sometimes i go through like other places in order to find the people that you know are part of that thing because i'm just too yeah lazy. but like our names are in the tag oh never mind <laughs> <laughs> I love how you just reiterated the same point Guess and he was what? just like okay Never mind, you win. that's cool <laughs> uh, that's it for this episode uh, make sure you guys watch The Fighter if you want to stay up uh, current with the movies we're watching but I mean honestly I can't even recommend people watch these movies because they're pretty fucking terrible so <laughs> yeah um, until next week thanks everyone so much for listening and uh, we'll talk to you then bye Thank <laughs> you.